You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio.
am your host, Afia Levi Israel. At this time, I want to talk about a subject that is very important to discuss, and it's about saving our men and women from theology. All right. So now, for those that don't know, the Bible does speak against the immorality behaviors that are conducted by our men and women, but particularly in this episode, I want to touch on our women, some women, not all, some women. So if you're very sensitive to the subject, it may be cringeworthy, you have been forewarned. So I'll share a little bit of my personal experience. I normally don't do that on the show, but I want to kind of give a context of why I'm doing this episode. Um, I recently came across a sister that I wanted to uh, get to know and talk with, and we were having a conversation, and out of nowhere, she tells me that she broke up with her ex, that she's not dealing with him anymore, and that she's ready to move on with her life, and that she's been broken up with him for a few months, has her own place, and all of that, right, so I'm like, oh, okay, cool, you know, that's fine, all right, so we exchange numbers and stuff like that, and then the other day, I decide to call her, I, first I sent a text message, right, uh, no response, then I called the phone number, she has two lines, I called the, her uh, first line, it went straight to voicemail, I said, Oh, that's odd. Okay. And then I called the second number that she provided me with. And lo and behold, a man answers the phone. I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold up. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute here. What is going on? I hang up the phone immediately when the guy answers and says hello. And then I receive a text message saying... I will call you back once my ex leaves. So now, mind you, my radar is going off the hinges. My spidey senses are tingling. I am like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) Now, the reason I'm saying that is because we need to save our men and women from the dangers of Fatiana Ali dangers of thoughtology. If you don't know what a thought is, a thought is the, within the urban dictionary, the term thought means that hoe over there. Or thirsty hoe over there. Okay. Now, this terminology has been used by many musicians to uh, basically describe unlawful women that conduct themselves promiscuously and uh, there was an article that actually touches on what does the term thought mean Uh, this was written back in 2015 it says Shamir's new album Ratchet recently came out and one of the most popular lines features off of it is called call it off is a Uh, This basically has a quote in it that says, Just can't make a thought a wife. Just can't make a thought a wife. This, of course, 
which prompts the important question, what is a thought? As usually, many turn to the Urban Dictionary. So, you have been warned thoroughly, this may cringe you. So, according to the top definition, it means thought is a whole, with the plural being thoughties. Okay? It's an acronym that stands for that hoe over there or thirsty hoe over there. As you may have already guessed, the word is frequently used in unpleasant and problematic ways, but it does reveal a social construct of what we see happening in society with our women. Rappers and hip-hop artists use this term for women to whom they intend to pay no mind and dismiss entirely. Why the dismissal? Because as the term and those who use them see it, they're just hoes. And their worth is apparently completely tied with their sexuality as well as sexual prowess. This is presumably why Shamir says that you can't make a thought a wife. Thoughts, by definition, aren't considered particularly desirable because they have slept around and will inevitably cheat on you. Will inevitably cheat on you. So now, this is important. Why? Because for the women that are quality women, for the men that are quality men, that desire companionship and wives and families, this makes it a challenge because you'll have thoughts and wops and all these things that are promoted within the black community that denigrates our women and keeps them in the mindset of just promiscuity. Okay, so now we warn against this because the Bible actually teaches against thoughts. Watch this. In Leviticus chapter 19, verse 29, it says this. Do not prostitute thy daughter to cause her to be a whore. Do not prostitute thy daughter to cause her to be a whore, lest the land fall to whoredom and the land become full of wickedness. So now ask yourself the question, has we as a society accepted boyfriend and girlfriend? Yes, we have. Has we as a society released the social constraints that have been placed on our women to not be promiscuous? Yes, we have. Has the whole land, meaning the entire world now, accepted promiscuous activity by our daughters? Yes, it has. So now, God said not to allow this to happen because it's a grievous evil. How can a righteous man, a good quality man, find a wife if many of the things promoted on television and in the music industry promotes our women being active no one goes into a used car lot and says I want to pay top dollar for a used car 
No one does that. No one says, I want to pay top $1.5 million to buy a 70-year-old home. No one does that. So now there's a story in the Bible that gives a basis of why we shouldn't do that. Let's look at Genesis chapter 34. It says, And Dinah, the daughter of Leah, which she bare unto Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. And when Shechem, the son of Hamar, the Hevite, prince of the country, saw her, he took her and lay with her and defiled her. So out of nowhere, this brother takes one of our sisters, this dirty Hivite, takes one of our sisters and just has sex with her. And then all of a sudden, he tries to cover it up because he falls in love with her, right? His soul cleaves unto Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, and he loves her. And then he tries to speak kindly to her after he just raped her, right? Then Shechem comes to our father and says he wants to marry her. So watch this. And Shechem spake unto his father Hamor, saying, Get me this damsel to wife. Hold up, wait a minute. He already took the girl. He already had sex with her. Then he went through the back door to go to his father and say, You know what? I want to get this, this woman to be my wife. Hmm. So he already stole the cookies out of the cookie jar. Now he wants to go back and say, I want to make this woman my wife. Find out what happens to him. And Jacob heard that he had defiled Dinah, his daughter. Now his sons with his cattle in the field and Jacob held his peace until they were come. And Hamar, the father of Shechem, went out unto Jacob to commune with him. And the sons of Jacob came out of the field when they heard it, and the men were grieved. The men were grieved, and they were very wroth. That means they were disappointed and angry because he had wrought folly in Israel with Jacob's daughter, which thing not ought to be done. So now, our women in ancient times were considered princesses of the royal line of royalty. This thing was not to be done. It was folly. It was foolishness. It was a grievous sin. It was a crime for one to take our daughter and have sex with her without the law of marriage without the law of marriage so now you notice here that the sons were so mad they were angry so then watch this it says and Hamar communed with them saying the soul of my son Shechem longeth for your daughter I pray you give him her to wife and make ye marriages with us and give your daughters unto us, and take our daughters unto you. And ye shall dwell with us, and the land shall be before you. Dwell and trade ye therein, and get ye possessions therein. So hold up, wait a minute, wait a minute. So this guy comes behind the fact and says, we want to have 
our families mix and blend with your families, which is against our laws. Watch this. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1 through 3. When the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land whither thou go to possess it, and, th and thou hast cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Hivites, remember Shechem was a Hivite, the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than thou. And when the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee, thou shalt smite them and utterly destroy them. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor show mercy unto them. Watch verse 3. This is the key point. Neither shalt thou make marriages with them. Thy daughter thou shalt not give unto his son, nor his daughter shalt thou not take unto thy son. Why was this law given? Because of Genesis chapter 34 with Tamar. I'm sorry, with Dinah, the daughter of Jacob. This is why this law was given, because folly was wrought in Israel in early times when Shechem the Hivite laid with our sister without our consent. That's why they put a law in order and said, you know what? When you see these Hivites or Canaanites, deal with them harshly. Do not give your daughters to them. Okay? Why? Because the law that we read in Leviticus 19. Do not prostitute thy daughter to cause her to be a whore, lest the land fall to whoredom and the land become full of wickedness. This was a law by the Creator. Now watch this, going back to Genesis 34. And Shechem said unto her father and unto her brethren, Let me find grace in your eyes. What ye shall say unto me, I will give. So now, he goes and rapes our daughter, has sex with our sister, then says, Let me find grace in your eyes. Where they do that at? Where can a person come in the back door sleep with your women and then turn around and say I want to make a covenant with you I want to deal right by you forgive me let me have grace with you no absolutely not no mercy none whatsoever verse 12 ask me never so much dowry and gift and I will give according as ye shall say unto me but give me the damsel to wife. And the sons of Jacob answered Shechem and Hamar, his father, deceitfully and said, because he have defiled Dinah, their sister. Okay, so watch this. We dealt with them appropriately. Here's why. You go through the back door and rape our sister without the covenant of marriage. You try to make her your thought. You try to make her your bed wench. You try to make her your prostitute, your concubine. Right? And we're not going to deal with you right because you came to us unlawfully. Watch this, verse 14. And they said unto them, We cannot 
do this thing to give our sister to one that is uncircumcised, for that were a reproach unto us. But in this will we consent unto you, if you give, if you will be as we be, that every male of you be circumcised. Then will we give our daughters unto you, and we will take your daughters to us, and we will dwell with you, and we will become one people. But if he will not hearken unto us to be circumcised, then will we take our daughter, and we will be gone. So you see here, we gave instruction to these Hivites on what we needed them to do. And the words pleased Hamar and Shechem, Hamar's son. And the young men deferred not to do the thing, because he had delight in Jacob's daughter, and he was more honorable than all the house of his father. And Hamor and Shechem his son came unto the gate of their city, and communed with the men of their city, saying, These men are peaceable with us, therefore let them dwell in the land and trade therein. For the land, behold, it is large enough for them, let us take their daughters to us for wives, and let us give them our daughters. Only herein will the men consent unto us, for to dwell with us, to be one people, if every male among us be circumcised, as they, as they are circumcised. Now watch something closely key that they said, that many people miss when they read the story. Verse 23, Shall not their cattle... And their substance and every beast of their of theirs be ours. Only let us consent unto them, and they will dwell with us. So what were these Hivites plotting? They were plotting to take our daughters and our wives from us, and not only that, they said these men are peaceable, meaning what? Once we got comfortable with them. Then they would take our resources, our women, and our commerce. Because remember, keep in mind, back in those times when you had sheep, goat, uh, cattle, these were considered riches. These were your business. This were your sources of income. So not only were they trying to steal our women, but they were trying to steal our businesses as well. Okay? So they were playing slick. They said, you know what? If we could take this woman, we could also do a covenant with them, okay? Kill all their men and then take all their women and their cattle and it belong and it will belong to the Canaanites, the Hivites, the Jebusites. That's what their plot was. But guess what? Our ancestors had the spirit of God on them and wised up to their play. Just in the same way now, you have movies, you have magazines, you have uh, 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 articles that are pushing into relations between our black women and other cultures. Why do you think they're doing that? Because they're trying to phase black men out of the picture and promote interracial relations with prima primarily trying to cause the dominant culture to overpower us completely by taking our women, our jobs, our resources, 
and everything we have, even the crumbs that we have in society, they're trying to take. Because if they can convince our women to abandon our men, then they can annihilate us completely as a race. Y'all got to peep game. Y'all got to peep game. Just in the same way they did that in this story is the same thing they're doing today with movies such as or shows such as Scandal, right? Where you have a black woman that's getting with a white politician. That's all propaganda. That's all propaganda. You understand? Let's finish the story. Verse 24. And unto Hamor and unto Shechem, his son hearkened all that went out of the gate of his city, and every male was circumcised, all that went out of the gate of the city. And it came to pass, as the third day, when they were sore, the two sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brethren, took each man his sword, took each man his sword, and came upon the city boldly, and slew all the males boldly so our forefather Simeon and Levi stood up against the wickedness that these Hivites did and they slew Hamor and Shechem his son with the edge of the sword and took Dinah out of Shechem's house and went out and the sons of Jacob so now the brothers came in right the brothers came in now and was like, all right, we're going to get our army and we're going to run up on them. The sons of Jacob came upon the slain and spoiled the city because they had defiled their sister. They took their sheep and their oxen and their asses and that which was in the city and that which was in the field and all their wealth and all their wealth and all their little ones and their wives took their captives and spoiled even all that was in the house. So now, this is an important point. So what goes around comes around. God saw the plot that these dirty Hivites was trying to do to us. And he ended up catching them off guard by basically giving them their, a taste of their own medicine. So thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. At the end of the story, you find out that they did this thing and they got paid back for their evil. Shalom. Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. We now have a cash app. The link is in the description of the page here on anchor.fm, also on Spotify. We appreciate you listening in. We do have a few features that we are including now. We are selling a few products such as watches, perfumes, colognes, and other uh, products will be available for our Israelite community, as well as the general community of the population. We have a Facebook page. Just type in the Forefront Media and you'll be able to get updates of of, uh, various shows that we drop when they do drop. Um, please do share this show if you like the show and we do hope that you do love this show and uh, tune in for more uh, episodes once we have them available. Thank you for listening to The Forefront. I'm your host, Afiel Levi Israel.